welcome back to another week of the Hakuko podcast. That's not what we say. <laughs> That's not what we say at all. Um, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Hakuko podcast. You're here with me, Gabby, and me, Emma. Woohoo! <laughs> hello, guys. Um, I was really distracted just now because oh. my microphone has some like fur and fluff on it. Well, my friend, that's because we have a cat now. It is. And oh. there is fur everywhere. <laughs> but Cooper's so cute. We are cat people now. Yeah, honestly, our little family's growing so fast. Um, <laughs> we have two boys. <laughs> They're good boys. They're outnumbering us. Oh my god, we've really balanced out the testosterone, estrogen. Yeah, wow. We're, I mean, know. well, do we have any fun, exciting, noteworthy life updates before we dive in today? Mm, fun, exciting, or noteworthy. Yeah, any of the above. Preferably a combination. Preferably a combination. Well, you know, I think a fun, exciting update is that Toronto is moving on to phase two. Yes. Of um, their reopening plans. So that's kind of cool. I will see what that entails. We're still a little bit um, anxiety ridden, you could say. <laughs> yes. I just feel okay. What we were talking about primarily is the fact that like patios are going to be opening at bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that like I think we've realized over the past little while that there's not actually a difference between going to a patio and having a drink and some food with a friend. And, like, doing that in a park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there is, like, more potential risks. Yeah. And so, for that reason, we're like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know if a patio would be worth it for me Yeah. at this time. But it might be nice to be able to, like, go into a store. Yeah. We'll see, honestly, what what ends up happening. Like, what the procedures are. Because I think even though it's reopening, like, every different state or province has like different, different rules, rules about how things are, are functioning right so yeah. yeah we'll see but yeah because we've both been like doing hella picnics and yeah we're like picking up food and drinks and just like going to the park and so you're still sitting in the sun drinking a nice beverage yeah and we have a picnic blanket that we roll out yeah and eating like good food it's not like yeah. we're cooking all the time so we're like uber eats and stuff yeah so we've still been having fun but it is nice to see you know like some things reopening but hopefully it's not as a uh, disaster yes yeah um yeah i don't know do we have any not really. Life updates in addition to that. I think this whole episode is just kind of like one it's colossal. It's kind of one colossal life update. Life update. Um, particularly, I feel like a work focus, like not just about work, but like kind of more work focused life updates. Yeah. I think that last week was kind of like a romantical life update in it a way. Was, yeah. Like, I talked a little bit about my new relationship status, yeah. talked about the guy that you were seeing yeah. before. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So today we are going to be talking, we're going to do a midsummer update because now that we're over 100 days into mm-hmm. social distancing, it has become very common knowledge that this is just going to be our life for probably another year yeah to different variations in different places but overall things are not going to be normal yeah and so I think both Gabby and I were in these transition phases of our life 
anyways for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And so then that combined with this has just led to a lot of replanning. Yeah, a lot of changes lot of being made. And pivots. yeah, I think the whole world kind of, at first we were like, oh, this is temporary. We'll just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, like, oh, extended vacay, early yeah. retirement. Like, this is so fun and chill. Yeah. And then now we're like, okay, I guess we actually have to figure out how to live like Yeah, this. how to, like, sustain <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about both um, hot cocoa mm-hmm. and our own personal business endeavors. So yeah. if that interests you keep listening keep listening and I mean hopefully it'll be a little bit encouraging and or comforting for you because um I I want to preface this by saying like just because we're saying that we've like figured not figured things out but we've like come to to come I can't speak we've come to some conclusions that's exactly what I was trying to say um it doesn't mean that it's been an easy process I want to like emphasize that so if you're out there feeling like you're still underwater like we've literally we're underwater but we have like snorkels now yeah you know? like I just have like a straw I would say like <laughs> maybe a bendy straw no I have a fun straw like it's those like really... pink and it spells like Emma or something yeah. that's fun I have an Emma straw so like it's doing the job and I'm like <laughs> you're still struggling yeah yes. which I think we all are right so yes so why don't we start with the classic take it back now y'all mm-hmm. and we can talk about kind of the beginning of the pandemic mindset and kind of before we dive into kind of where we've evolved now, like kind of what was our business mindset starting off? So maybe first, what was our hot cocoa mindset? Okay. So some of you may know that I don't, I don't even know if we've talked about this on the podcast that hot cocoa is serving as my thesis. Yeah. Have have we like addressed that? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason that we started doing hot cocoa in the morning was to correspond with my thesis um, because obviously we're very passionate about this. Like we love doing it. We wanted to experiment with different ways to deliver content to you guys and see um, kind of where we could take this. So uh, that's what we did last year. And our plan was to continue doing that throughout the summer Mm -hmm. and to just kind of go all in. Like we had a road trip planned. We were going to do like a whole like hot cocoa on the road series. Yeah. And my final project for last year was our road trip branding. And Mm -hmm. so I had made like all these gifts, a branding kit. We had like mapped the whole thing out. It was like, we're going to meet up with influencers. It was going to be a whole thing. Yeah. So that was kind of like the hot cocoa plan for the summer. And my plan for the summer revolved heavily around that as well, because Um, I was going to do basically what I did last summer where I work like three days a week for my boss who I still work for, but my position is very different now. Yeah. Um, and so that's like my stable income from her. And then I would be working like the other half of my time on hot cocoa Yeah. and seeing where things led us in the fall, which is kind of like what your extended hot cocoa plan was. Yeah. Um, to do with your thesis you're gonna see if you could part to the thesis project yes that was the plan mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because yeah literally in school all of last year for context guys if you're new to this or you've missed this part of our lives in previous yeah. episodes Gabby and I are both we're both photography majors at yeah. Ryerson um, with a specialization in integrated digital so basically all things tech very open very creative yeah. 
Gabby is a year ahead of me because I took a gap year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she just graduated. And like we said, her thesis project was hot cocoa in the morning. Yeah. And so we had all the same teachers. Like it's kind of like having, I told her, it's like having like your big sister (laughs) in the year ahead of you. And like the teachers just have these preconceived notions, but it's funny because it was the same projects we were working on too, essentially. Yeah. Just like the remix. (laughs) Basically like everything we were doing was somehow connected to hot cocoa. So everyone kind of knew like, oh, this is what Gabby's doing. This is what Emma's doing. This is like a creative duo working together, just not in the same year. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they kind of already, like, I was like, prefacing everything with like and this will be my thesis Mm -hmm. so not to dive ahead too much but that is no longer my plan yeah for a variety of reasons but yeah I think that another Mm -hmm. factor like leading into at the beginning of the pandemic in hot cocoa was when we decided we needed to like get out of the city for Mm -hmm. a chunk of the summer and so we left for seven almost eight weeks yeah and we were just going to continue and kind of do it remotely as best as we can. And I yeah. think when we got back to our homes, it gave us the chance to kind of like step back and reevaluate and be like, okay, yeah. what is this serving? Like if we're going to be making content every day or three times a week or once a yeah. week there, like what is the purpose? Well, um, I think there were like a lot of questions in that phase and I'm sure various people can relate to this, like whether you're a content creator or a small business owner, whatever kind of, whatever it is that you're doing, that's your personal venture. Mm -hmm. Um, it can be very easy to like get stuck in your routine of like, well, this is what we do and we just keep doing it. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know that we had really had the chance in maybe about like eight months or so to like think about why we started hot cocoa in the morning, what kinds of engagement and value it was adding to people. Yeah. So, that was like one part of it. Like, okay, what are we making? Is this the best outlet for us? Are people responding to it the way we want them to? Yeah. And then B, I think like when we kind of burnt ourselves out and went home just to decompress and reevaluate and see our family, whatever. Um, I think like for me at least, and I think like we're on the same page about this Mm -hmm. is that we kind of realized like, okay, like what's the sustainability of this? Yeah. Because, I mean, everyone knows pretty much like it's a big part of our brand that we're like so close. We do everything together. And, but then, you know, also we're very independent people. And I think what we kind of realized is when we couldn't leave the house or making content all the time, like every single aspect of our life basically was like deeply intertwined. Yeah. We were like, oh my God, like if we're going to do this for upwards of a year, like what is that going to do to us? Like it's going to break something, whether it's like, the business, our friendship, ourselves, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was so true, like, our personal lives, like. Yeah. Um, I agree, and so I think, in general, just, like, having the world shut down gave us that chance to overlook that, or yeah. to not overlook that anymore. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, kind of my plans at the start of the pandemic for the summer Um, And going into next year was I was going to keep working in marketing like I have. Mm -hmm. I had asked them if I could work instead of 40 hours a week to work like 20 hours, 25 hours so that I was like working like three days a week like you. Mm -hmm. And then we were going to work on the podcast. So we had very like structured plan. Like we weren't going to stray off the path too much. We're just going to kind of do what we'd been still doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sorry, guys. Just a quick interruption. (laughs) 
is Coco keeps trying to pull our cords out of the laptop and so we've been a little bit distracted for a couple yeah. minutes right now because he's being so he's being a little rude yeah but okay. he's we've good. moved him mm-hmm. we're good <laughs> so that's like a little bit of preface a little bit of context for where we were at and then I think since being home for so long and having a lot of solo time to reflect and then coming back for a couple weeks mm-hmm. I think we're in very different places career-wise Mm-hmm. Um, so Gabby, mm-hmm. you have made a lot of big career changes mm-hmm. that actually make so much sense, which is so funny that it just never occurred to either of us. I know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So why don't you tell yeah. people about it? I mean, they've heard about it, but why don't yeah, you Yeah. I've mentioned it briefly, but I'll give you like the little story now. Yeah. So when I went home, I was like, well, A, I was like burnt out. So at first week I was there, I was just like really tired. I wanted to chill, but I was immediately confronted with the, so you've graduated, like, Mm -hmm. you know, because at that time I was done school. I hadn't technically like graduated, but I was done everything. Yeah. So it was immediately like kind of apparent to me that everyone was expecting me to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And that I also was going to have to let go of like, my idea of what this summer was going to be like yeah I really well I'm so sad about like the fact that this summer is not you know my like last hurrah in a way because our winter was so fun right and I was like oh my god the summer's gonna be so friggin epic like yeah we're just gonna be like at the beach every weekend we're gonna be doing hot cocoa we're gonna be traveling we're gonna be like yeah I don't know I just thought it was gonna be a really lit summer yeah so I kind of had to you like had to like mourn that. Yeah, and mourn the death of that and realize that like I'm an adult now. I'm graduated. I can't put this off anymore. And honestly, mm-hmm. I haven't known what I've wanted to do like ever. Yeah. Like, I knew that I wanted to go to art school, but I didn't know why. Like yeah. I didn't know what it was. And you I weren't even sure about photography for a long time. Like you just like no. art in general and <laughs> it kind of fell into yeah, it. Yeah. I was like film school, graphic design school. Like I didn't know like what I wanted to do anyways. So yeah, I really put that off for a long time. Yeah. And especially not that I put it off like, but I also was involved with hot cocoa. So I was like, well, I just don't need to think about that right now. Cause I'm focusing on this. Right. Yeah. So I was like, shit, I have to stop avoiding this area of my brain. Yeah. And I took, I would say it was probably like two weeks of like just self-reflection mm-hmm. on like what fulfills me basically. So I kind of like went, went back over all of the jobs that I've had and I include like part-time jobs, freelance jobs, random things like volunteer positions. Like what have my most positive experiences been? Yeah. And kind of what I came up with is that I love working with like women specifically. Yeah. And I love working in a position where people view me as like some sort of expert. And I think that might sound a little bit douchey, but let me like um, elaborate. elaborate on that. Yeah. So I used to love when I volunteered at the OSPCA because mm-hmm. people would come in. Okay. I was like a kid. I was in grade nine and 10 when I did this. Yeah. Oh, grade nine, 10, 11. This three years. Um, and but because it's a not-for-profit they just hire you as an adoption coordinator yeah and you are literally responsible for helping families through the entire process of like so crazy evaluating like what kind of dog would work for them introducing them to the dogs 
like adopting, like going through the whole thing and caring for these animals. So people come in, they'd like, look at me as a 15 year old and be like, what do we do? Like, what kind of dog do we get? And I loved having that like kind of responsibility and people like look at me for answers. Yeah. And that was actually like the one aspect I liked about working in retail yeah. Because people would come in, they'd be like, I have this Christmas party, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and so, It does feel good to have the answers. Yeah, like it feels good to have and the answers. And just to be respected. Yeah, and that's also why I like doing this. Because yeah. I'm like, we have the authority to just decide what we're going to do. And people are like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, and that's, simultaneously, that's one thing that I really dislike about a lot of other jobs that I've had. Yeah. Where, like you're doing creative work for other people because you're not looked at as an expert. You're looked at as like a set of hands to do something. Yeah. And (laughs) not to like demean that those kinds of jobs, because I think some, some people thrive in those, right. You know, but for me, I, I just get frustrated. I'm like, no, I don't, I feel like you're not seeing me for like, who I am, like, you're not like my vision that I have to offer opinion. Yeah. And now that you have like a degree, you're like, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm a fully though, qualified adult people. Yeah, I, I can do this. So, okay, yeah. So I like working with women specifically. I don't know if I, you I think I said, said that. that a couple times. And I like working in like areas where basically I work for myself or in a position where people like respect that. So yeah, what I came up with is that I'm starting a business doing personal branding photography specializing in female entrepreneurs and female owned businesses. And this is also like another area that I kind of um, am like semi involved in because I did a lot of work in my second year of university, specifically with female entrepreneurs and artists. And uh, the woman who I'm a personal assistant for is also, she's a life coach who specializes in um, female executives. And like the, pretty much the only people we've ever worked with on the podcast or had on the podcast are female entrepreneurs. That's true. And so you have a very solid connection base. You have a solid amount of experience in that zone. Yeah. And it's a really rich community. Like, yeah, I like that people are so, um, eager to support other people in this industry right like if you're a web designer who like really likes working with women then you're like more inclined to do your own branding with someone who like works specifically with women it's true yeah that's kind of where I'm at and so I'm about to launch my website it's like nearly done still password protected though but (laughs) follow me on Instagram like if you if you don't follow me if you only don't follow the podcast then follow me at Gabby Macias if you live in the Toronto GTA area and want to do photography with me yes um hit me up if you tell me that you listen to this episode or any episode of the podcast I'll give you a discount Ooh, guys. <laughs> Ooh. You heard it here. You heard Don't it tell here first. <laughs> Special code. I love Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, so sorry. That was like a long winded explanation, That's but okay. I felt like I had to go on You're that journey. You're a long winded explainer. Yeah, I know. Um, but I know, I do think it's very exciting. Um, also in regards to your website like guys mm-hmm. Gabby has come so far with her web design thank you oh my god thank I you I would like to say you've come so far because <laughs> your very first website mm-hmm. was no bueno it was not it was no bueno and it, that's a fact it's yeah. okay and yeah. then the website you had to make for your class mm-hmm. you didn't really try that hard you basically just did your yeah. OG website but like 
put it on a different platform. I feel yeah, like. it was like a landing page. Yeah, it was like a landing page. And I feel like you have grown so much. Your website is beautiful. It's professional. Like, you know that something's good when it when you don't notice the design. Yeah. Oh and I feel God, like that's what's nice you. about it. Because, like, you know, in, like, a dancer, you can tell they're trying hard. So you're like, oh, you're not, like, that yeah. good. Like, you're good. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, like, she's not trying. It's just, like, nice. Oh, my God. And Thank for you. anyone who's ever done any web design or just any design of any sort, you know how hard it is to make that stuff look good. Okay. So. Yeah, guys. I would just like to say... I am not a graphic designer. No. And I know that. <laughs> I'm just like, definitely not. <laughs> Something about it just doesn't compute in my brain. Like, and it's okay. it doesn't come naturally to me. What's actually so funny to me is I never noticed this about you until we started Hot Cocoa because mm-hmm. I feel like you have like such a good design sense in so many other ways, like mm-hmm. photography, like the balance in a picture, like interior design you have really good balance and like you know how to like structure things really well in a lot of different ways but then we'd be making a story and you'd make like words so big I couldn't read them and I was like what's happening and like yeah I don't know what it is but it's so funny that yeah that's like your one like blind spot yeah it really is and so my previous websites were really not good and I would just stick to basically like plain templates because I was like I can't even attempt to like yeah Anytime I would try to make something from scratch, I'd be like, I don't even know where to start. So yeah. if you're a graphic designer out there, kudos to you because it's I'm always hard. so impressed when I see really like creative graphic designs because I'm like, where did you come up with yeah, this? Literally. Like, it's so good. But I would say that I am very proud of my website right now. So thank yeah. you, Emma, for acknowledging thank that. You. Um, and guys, sorry to talk about it when you can't see it yet, but who knows? It'll be up by the end of the week for sure. Ooh. So stay tuned. That's my goal. And now this is out there. So I'm holding myself accountable. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, so that's your current, that's what you're currently working on. Yeah. That's your thing. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Um, well. What's your thing? So I kind of went through this phase that I recently talked to my mom and kind of had an epiphany about it. I don't know if you overheard me because my bedroom door is always open now that I have a cat. But, um. I was talking about how I kind of went through a phase of like, what am I doing with my life by proxy? Mm -hmm. Where I often kind of latch on to other people's like energy and like, yeah, I adopt that energy and I'm aware of that. And I think that's why we do so well because your energy is always pretty like grounded. Specific. Yeah. And so I feel like I like feed off of that and like Mm. you definitely ground me for the most part. But then when you're kind of going through this phase where you're like, figuring out what to do with your life, figuring out what kind of freelance you're going to do. Cause when you came back, you weren't like a hundred percent sure yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of through this phase where I was in Edmonton at the time and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Like I realized that, okay, I guess in the past I've always been in the mindset of I need to work in an office nine to five because of my ADHD. I was mm. like, I don't know if I could work for myself. And, um, that's just been kind of my mindset my whole life. It's been like, okay, yeah, I love to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm not going to do that because I yeah. can't do that. Um, and then I think it was through like Coco and stuff and like doing yeah. freelance and realizing that it could be attainable. I just have to like develop structure skills. Like I don't yeah. have to like therapy that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, so then what I discovered is when suddenly my plan of working in an office three days a week in the summer was canceled and I was working now remotely for that office mm-hmm. is that I really didn't like 
I'm still working there. So not to say that I don't enjoy the job. I do. I have enjoyed it. Yeah. But I realized that like, I don't thrive outside, like without working with people. Yeah. And I I really fed off of the office environment and the people I was with and that structure more than the actual position itself. Yeah. So anyways, I was going through this phase where I was like, okay, like I don't love my job anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like my roommates figuring this all out now. And like, I feel like I need to. So anyways, I went through this by proxy phase where I was like planning my own freelance business vigorously. I was like, okay, what can I do? What am I good at? What can I get clients for? Like, yeah, I need to figure this out. And I was so stressed out about it. And then I was like, okay, cause my contract for context is over in like seven weeks for my job. And so mm. I was like, Hey, like I need a new job. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to my mom about this and kind of just said everything I just said now. She was like, you realize you did not graduate. Yeah. And I was like, what? She's like, <laughs> you have one more year where you're in school. And I was like, yeah, what? she's like, you have student loans. <laughs> and I was like, what? she's like you didn't work for like two years of university and you sustained yourself yeah I was like shook I was like wait you're right I'm so dramatic so that really recontextualized things for me so I'd say that's kind of where I've what I've been going through for the last like five or six weeks Mm -hmm. um and then I started getting emails from the school about like how our thesis is going to be structured and like when things are due and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and I feel like I started to get back the structure that I was really craving Yeah, because I felt like I had no structure. So I was like forcing random structure upon myself. True, true. Um, But yeah, I feel like I finally kind of got that vision back. So now I'm planning my thesis for next year. I Mm -hmm. wrote TBD because I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do, but I have a couple directions I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm feeling a lot better about it. And it's a a lot less pressure that I've like, I realized like I didn't realize, I guess how much pressure I was putting on myself that was Mm -hmm. just unnecessary. Yeah. Cause I was like, Hey, like I need to do a thesis. I need to figure out what we're doing with hot cocoa. I need to like figure out if what I'm doing with my job, if I'm going to redo that or if not, what am I going to do? Yeah. It was so much. And I was like, Hey, like this is not the time to, and I think a lot of creatives are going through that where you just feel like you need to take on more and more because you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, well like, 80% 80% of my energy is just drained by being at home all the time. And like, I think being an extrovert and just not feeding off of people's energy anymore. Yeah. And so it's okay if I use the 20% well instead of burning out. Yeah, no, it's true. It's definitely true. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I felt like you were going to say this and then you didn't. So I'm going to ask the question. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like you came to the conclusion that you don't want to freelance and that you'd rather like find something more fulfilling to do in, in a structured environment. Okay. I feel like I don't know Mm -hmm. at this time. I've kind of realized that I don't know what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And unlike you, I've always had a lot of very specific plans and goals. Mm. Like, since I was in the seventh grade, I decided I was going to go to school for photography. Mm. I wanted to have two pictures published in Vogue by the time I was 25. Like I just had these very specific mm-hmm. goals of what I wanted. I wanted to be like an editorial photographer for so long. So then once that goal, like once that dream was kind of killed, like first, second year of university, I realized that's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I just pivoted to like social media and marketing. I was like, that's yeah. something I'm liking right now. 
And so that's just going to be my new goal. And I think kind of similar to how we treated the morning show where Mm -hmm. I just started running and I didn't really take the time to think like, do I enjoy this or am I just good at it? Yeah. And I've realized like, I don't know how much I enjoy it. And so anyways, I've kind of just accepted that I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life Yeah, when I graduate and that I'm okay with it for now. So yeah. maybe I'll freelance. Yeah. Maybe I will. I think I'd only work in an office if physical offices were back by the time I graduate. Yeah. They would be, but yeah. um, for the last year or so, I've been going back and forth on the idea of if I was to work in an office, what I would do. Mm-hmm. And this is very rough, but I think I'd maybe want to like work in like, events and operations or something for like majority mm. or something cool like yeah. that. Like something where I'm just like constantly like planning things and doing different projects with lots of different people. And like I feel like I could totally see you in events because you've like voluntarily volunteered to I work have. events before. I've and it seems like you always enjoy events. it. I do. Um, I enjoy events and I enjoy just like I think what's frustrating about the world of marketing that I've come to learn is that it's always the same thing yeah and I think yeah just doing something where it's always different and where there's like a really solid reward because my ADHD brain is so like reward driven that Mm -hmm. like I feel like Mm -hmm. in digital marketing you never really get that reward because like you see a number and it's like oh okay a hundred thousand people saw this post like but that doesn't correlate it's not really tangible yeah yeah so I don't really know what that would mean but um I'm going to just take the year to chill and not overthink yeah. it for the first time ever. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's fun. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, as for hot cocoa. Yeah. Hot cocoa. I feel like we've taken it back to its roots. I'm quite really a bit. happy with it lately. Me too. I would like to say a preface before we talk about what we're doing. Yeah. The preface for hot cocoa is I think around November. Mm hmm. I started feeling a lot of pressure around hot cocoa. Yeah. Because I will, for context, you guys know we live together and that our apartment is Gabby's apartment mm-hmm. or Gabby's family's apartment. And I started kind of getting into the mindset of like, we need to like make hot cocoa into a business. We'd already like mm-hmm. started framing as a business. Mm-hmm. We just signed our contracts and I was like, okay, like if we're not making money by the summer, mm-hmm. we're not going to be doing hot cocoa anymore. Mm. We're not trying to make it a business. And then Gabby's going to move away. I'm going to have to find a new place to live. I'm going to have to find a new best friend. And so I was really It was spir- like a big spiral. It was a big spiral. And then even though we cleared a lot of that up, I still kind of felt like hot cocoa equated to like our future income for a long time. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think, I think it did. Like we it, were both in that 100%, mindset. It yeah. did. And then I think after coming back from our hometowns Mm -hmm. I think it was like an unspoken thing where we both realized like there's no point in doing that yeah like it would be great if it built up and like eventually we're making more money but like we don't need to depend on that and I think just having that removed from the equation like it's just something we love like you said taking it back to like the things we enjoy doing um has made it really fun for me personally me too because you know I think, well, I I have, like, a a few thoughts. Yeah. A, I think that, like, we work really well together for a number of reasons. We complement each other. Mm -hmm. But I think also we have different work styles. 
And so like that for a while was like, I think why we kind of experienced burnout because we were both like, I don't know, straining in different ways. And, um, and so what was, oh, I think that was just like something like in the long term, if we're thinking and like kind of, I had like similar spirals, but not to the, I never think like Emma's going to have to move out. Like for me, it was a different spiral of like, because what about you our were graduating? Yeah. So like you had that. how am I going to like make this work? How is it yeah. going to affect our friendship? How yeah. is it like, is this going to be sustainable in the long time? Like if it like peaks at one point, is it going to like, are we going to sustain that? And like, yeah. will we be happy doing this? Like there was just like a whole lot of questions. Yeah. Um, and I think like, why not? I think I know like we just started doing this for fun. Yeah. And people connected with it right off the bat. And that was fulfilling for us. And that's yeah. why we wanted to take it farther. Because our but entrepreneurial then, brains just like, we're like, oh, okay, let's go. Let's yeah, go. it's like, like, we can do it. We can do it. Because we we've do profited it. off of every hobby we've ever had. Like, Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, I don't know, like taking it back to its roots has been fun and more fulfilling. Like you said, oh, my point was going to be like, I think that it honestly works better when we're not pushing it and when it's not straining because when it's in that point of like I can't I'm trying to think of like a good metaphor to compare this to but which is like when you try to bend something too hard and then it breaks and then you're like if you just kind of like work with it and like do what it wants to do yeah I don't know I think for us that's enough in like workplaces we often complain that when you're like the top employee Mm -hmm. they'll give you more work and then your work quality will drop and then they'll be like but you're the top employee and we were just doing that but to ourselves yeah basically it's true yeah so anyways our kind of current plans for the next short while with hot cocoa we're pretty excited about it is just taking our voices and our platform Mm -hmm. and trying to channel that into different ways Mm -hmm. um Without spoiling too much, we're planning on doing an IG, not an IGTV, an Instagram live series yeah. where we talk to different people about Gen Z and about world events and um, just talk to some different ladies. And we're pretty excited yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, just doing, having more conversations we're passionate about. Yeah. Doing more things we care about. Yeah. So I feel like that's our current where we're at today. Yeah. And our segment three is kind of like the next year, the next 365 days. Yes. So moving forward from this point with these plans that we have for ourselves and for hot cocoa. Like September to September. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we see ourselves kind of going? Yeah. Where do you see yourself? Well, um, obviously I want my photography business to be successful. Yeah. I feel like, um, I have the tools to do that. I just feel I like agree. I have to speak positively by the way, guys, because I need to put like, I need to manifest this at the same time. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, I feel like you'll have like a thriving photography business. I hope now. so. Yeah. And um, I think a big part of like why a I know I pretty much like working for myself. I yeah. I like doing a lot of things myself. Mm-hmm. I would consider myself like a micromanager in a way. Mm-hmm. So for me, it works. Like I yeah. don't mind having to do every aspect of it. Yeah. Um, while it's still kind of in my control. Like it, obviously, as things grow, you have to delegate things and grow your team at some yeah. point. But 
for now I like being able to kind of like control every part of the business yeah I've worked for a number of people who own their own businesses and I just love the kind of like flexibility that they get to shape their own lives yeah and I think that's like what's most important for me and and maybe why I've never known what exactly it is I wanted to do with my life because there's a lot of things that I want like I want to be able to travel I want to be able to live life on my own terms and like yeah determine what time I get to spend with my kids and not have that determined by like my boss you know it's true so I think I just kind of realized that even though it's scary to own your own business because I always used to be like I will literally never do that that sounds terrible daunting yeah I'm like now that you know about a lot of the business stuff it's not as daunting yeah yeah it's not as daunting I've definitely been privileged to be able to work with people IRL who have taught me about the business side of it yeah um beyond the creative because let me tell you, I did not learn that from school. Yeah, we didn't learn anything yeah. about business. Yeah, so... That's a whole nother episode. Um, I'm pretty excited to see, like, how that pans out in the beginning of, like, my first year. Yeah. Um, I have some goals for myself. I, like, know how much, you know, income I want to have. I know yeah. kind of how much... How many clients ...freedom I want to have, yeah. too. So, fingers crossed, I achieve those goals <laughs> yeah you will yeah that's so fun and uh what about you um my goals for the next year is I want to finish my thesis and my degree um and what I'm excited about with my thesis is I'm reframing it as everything I've ever done for school I've thought like how can I use this in my portfolio how can I use this in my branding how can I use this on social media mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they tell you to do. They're always like, be practical. And yeah. I feel like no one ever does except for me. And so I always look at every other student and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't use this for anything. Yeah. Um, and I've realized, I think a big thing that I've missed out on yeah. is the opportunity to just make things for the sake of making them. Yeah, I always which is really so undermine nice. people who do that. And I think there is a balance between making things for the sake of making them and making things that are useless. Like I think, yeah. So anyways, my goal is to make something that's like intentional and impactful and that I can potentially like use in a variety of different ways in the future, mm-hmm. but something that's not dependent on like a career. Yeah. So I'm excited to just kind of explore doing something just because I love it, not because I need it Yeah. and get my degree and then uh, figure out what I want to do after school um, because yeah, I have, I wrote, I just have like a miscellaneous bucket of like skills, hobbies, and things I like to do. <laughs> and so what I'd like to do with my life changes very often because of that. Yeah. So I'm actually just going to take this year to figure it out instead of just forcing a random answer just to yeah. have an answer. I think that will be nice because that's kind of like why I always encourage people that are unsure about whether or not they want to go to art school I'm like just do it because when else in your life are you gonna have the freedom to do yeah whatever you want Mm -hmm. and uh I mean I use that term loosely because you do have a lot of restrictions in art school but whatever um so yeah that's interesting I hadn't really thought about that in regards to you before but it's true I feel like often you're like um forcing yourself into this own box that you've created you're like wait but this isn't like I mean, it's a very Western mindset of like, yeah, okay, like this has to be serving a purpose. This has to have a functionality to it. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, yeah, a combination of that. And also just like growing up with ADHD, like mm. I found like I have 
to put like a lot of very specific restrictions on myself. Otherwise Mm -hmm. nothing gets done. Yeah. And so I feel like I've maybe taken that too far to the point where like my first year of university, my first two years of university, I was barely passing. I was really, really struggling. So then my last Mm. two years of university, I've hyper structured myself and I've done really well. Yeah. Yeah. But at what cost, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to try to find a balance this year. Yeah, and I think hopefully it'll allow you to, like, get to know yourself and, like... Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times passion projects can, like, evolve into other things too that you never yeah. even suspected, right? Exactly. Like, there's this really cool girl, just to digress, um, in our program who documented female photographers. I'll plug her. Her name's not photographers, female surfers. Yeah. Um, her name's Allie Ambler. And she Allie started Ambler's this. so cool, man. Yeah. She started this in second year documenting women who surf the Great Lakes in Canada. Yeah. In Ontario specifically. Um, and she continued to work on this project for a number of years. And now I saw on her Instagram page that she's uh, an editor at a surfing magazine. That's so cool. And so like this like evolved into something for her that like in the beginning, maybe she was like, what is this? And even like for me with my, my work I did in second year working with female yeah. artists, that was a complete passion project. I was like, yeah. I don't know what this is, but I just, these people are really cool. I really want to work with them and I'll figure it out. And that has like, I stepped away from that for like two years yeah. and now it's like come back around to influence yeah. what I'm doing now and right it's funny because so. really it like influenced everything along the way too yeah it's just like the connection wasn't made like we worked for startup fashion week mm-hmm. for like basically for free just yeah to like sit down with women all the time and talk yeah. to them about their business so it is interesting in hindsight seeing how you got to where you got yeah so yeah I hope that this year does that for you and like is fulfilling for you. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, Stay tuned guys for my career journey (laughs) and Gabby's career journey. (laughs) Our career journeys. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. And our other life journeys, you know, we'll keep you up to date. Yeah. You know, we will. We like to just expose ourselves. Okay. I was thinking we should do an, at least like one good after dark episode this summer. (laughs) Yeah. Where we like, are like pretty drunk oh what are we gonna talk about I don't know what we're gonna talk about yet but okay. I think we should do it I had a thought recently yeah where I went back and I listened to our sex episode yeah and it just was not good okay and I think it was like for multiple reasons a, okay like the first half is about like sex education yeah, the first half is about sex education. Yeah. So there was like a lot of, which I thought was kind of weird that we decided to talk about that because I'm like, why are we here like informing? Why are we merging these two things? Yeah, it felt yeah. like a weird combo. Like they should have yeah. been separate things, but yeah. whatever. Um, and then the other thing was I think that since we just hadn't really like talked about sex on the podcast before, we were really like, oh my God, you know, uh, like, ah. Whereas so, now we're like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, now, like, I, that really broke the seal, and we're just more chill about it. Yeah. So, I'm like, Let's we could... Let's get drunk and have a sex episode. Yeah, maybe ah. um, we can do some user engagement. That would be fun. Uh, oh, because it was also a sex horror stories episode. It was, So, yeah. it was all about, like, crazy banana stuff that had happened. Yeah. Wow, we've never actually just talked about sex that wasn't, like, Crazy shocking. bananas. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> I don't know bananas. why that's what I said, I like it. Yeah, so that well, could be fun. What drinks should we make? I don't know. We'll decide. 
it's been almost exactly a year since we did, a, did that episode, I remember, because we did it right before my birthday. Wait, and my birthday's in, like, two weeks. That's so fun. Yeah. Sex part two. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so... Ah. That'll be fun. That will be fun. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Well, we're excited. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening if you've listened all the way through this please don't forget to rate review subscribe so that we know you guys like it so that we can keep making more episodes to entertain you for an hour every week that's true because this is a passion project baby (laughs) yeah our whole lives are one big passion project i know it's actually crazy gen Mm. z things (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next week don't forget that my code is i love gabby (laughs) see you next week bye Bye.